0: Hello and welcome to Brick Pop Banter, my name is Kevin
1: And I am Leslie. (laughs) How are you? Pumped today Are you? I'm really busy, well I'm a bit flustered Well, yeah flustered Was that a tricky question? No, I I am in from 8.30 And I'm meeting straight through till 5 that they ran over To the point where the girl who sits next to me felt so bad for me She went and heat my lunch up for me because she didn't even think I was going to eat today.
0: Wow, that's lovely.
1: Th- that was lovely, really thoughtful. But then you get into traffic, and then it's a bit brutal. It was
0: brutal tonight. Now I've
1: come straight in, and then I've put the kettle on and then we're doing this. So I feel like I might be a bit.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm glad you're. You're pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, on the flip side, I am. I've been extremely busy lately, and I am struggling. And I had one hell of a day, so you need to lift me up, huh. uh, and carry me through this episode. Um, so this is episode thirty-four.
1: 34 That's weird It's so
0: weird It's weird seeing them clock up Like Even little things With your podcast episodes Were now on two pages worth of episodes Like just little little things like that You go holy crap Um, We're at number 18 Seahorses Do it yourself Things are getting a little bit Yeah, remember when I said like I think people will give us the grace period for thirty to fifty. Who cares about that? Now we're we're in the weeds now. Like people are for cast, which drops today. Like even just when we announced that was it was the feedback around cast. Who you think is just they please everyone? No, 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 they they don't. don't. So we've got them for the for the Britpop one liners, which I'll go through. Um, So I'm going
1: to read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can have I those. think it's fun, I enjoyed it last time
0: You did? Yeah Really surprising though When you compare the amount of one-liners for cast Versus phonics It's literally half Like, it's It's That's interesting I don't know, maybe it's because the phonics are more more. You have a, quite a strong opinion about phonics Yeah And for cast, for a lot of people They're just accepted You know, I don't yeah. know They're just, yeah
1: What do you think we will get a lot of one-liners for seahorses? <sighs>
0: I'm a bit nervous about the seahorses, I think, because I, obviously we're getting into the, this already, but we had the second coming, what, number 30-something, and here we are with the seahorses down at number 18. That's going to cause some friction. I think it's quite high. Right, look, this album, and we'll get into that a bit later on, but I think the next album, which you don't know about, I think that is going to cause a little bit of grief as well. So it's all a bit... Oh, oh, I don't know how this is going to go now And
1: There's no such thing as a wrong opinion
0: And we're not dismissive at all no. <laughs> 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 As we sit and record this Poor Andy's getting his heart broken As we, as we discuss the Boo Radleys yeah, yeah. I'll get the one-liners on the Boo Radleys and see how we go. Alright, so we are on uh, Facebook and Twitter at BritpopBanter and we're send us an email, britpopbanter at gmail.com. Questions, ratings, guilty your pleasures, ask us some questions and send us and tag new bands to us. So we got some more come through today, which is just awesome. The problem I've got now, getting sent content, which is you know brand new tracks from bands, and literally we're probably looking about 12 episodes down the line, I'm gonna get a chance to play it. Like that's but that's awesome. That's
1: awesome. And I said it last a, week. It's I a, love it. It's
0: a great problem to have. So we've we've got a new song of the week this week as well. So all views expressed on this podcast are 100% our own. And while we poke fun at some bands and artists, we appreciate their talent and sacrifice to create these albums. Even the Boo Radleys.
1: Mm. Yep. All right. Last... <laughs> we need to make a jingle. Song of the week. Song of the week. Song of the week. Can you do that? <laughs> I've just given you. You've just stole
0: that. That's um. That is a jingle.
1: Blankety Blank. Blankety Blank. God, I can't believe you just got that. Song of the Week, Song of the Week, Song of the Week. Yes. No. I like that. <laughs> I'm up for that. Um,
0: so, cast last week, you felt... I, I can't wait to get feedback from everyone around this. You felt that the album didn't really hold up, which I disagree with. I actually think it holds up really well.
1: No, see, again, we covered this off in the episode. <laughs> I didn't say it didn't hold up. I said that I, think it holds up, but I was excited by them at the beginning, and I thought, and then when I listened to it again for the exercise, I okay. kind of dwindled. Okay. I do think the songs hold up,
0: but your feelings towards it oh, didn't yes. hold up.
1: Okay, no, sorry. Right. Nice not- if you listened. <laughs> Jeez.
0: You went to Perth. Should we talk about that? How would your speech yes, go? Yes, it
1: went really well, the actually. The one that you wrote during
0: last week's podcast.
1: Yep, brilliant. <laughs> and that went really well. And the one that I pretty much ad-libbed when I got in there because I realised I wanted to change what I was going to say. Right. Um, it was... <laughs> I just have to tell you this part. So I went to this conference. I won't say too much about it. Then, um, bearing You're in, a in gala mind... gala as well. Yes, yeah, so I went to the conference and then the gala dinner. Right. At the gala dinner, bearing in mind the crowd, it's a professional crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. A yep.
1: guy... Decides to do a presentation on a new product. Lovely. That actually could be very... It could be... It could save lives, right? It's a great, great thing. Anyway, at the end of the product... I mean, sorry, at the end of the presentation, he decides he's going to tell a joke.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: And his joke... I can't remember the exact words, but the joke was about Viagra, and the punchline was, they were all hardened criminals. And and I was like, (laughs) oh, he just said it! Did he just say that? Did he, did he just say that? Because this is his clients. This is a gala dinner. He just said that. He actually said it. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't look. What was the reaction? Everybody was like, "Oh, you know, a like, groan." Oh. Like, and you're like, "Mate, you just did a presentation."
0: Ouch. How was Perth?
1: It was good. So I had a really lovely hotel, had a nice view of the city skyline, mm-hmm. the Optus Stadium. You know, the know Optus yeah. Stadium. So I could see that out in the window Lovely All I saw I was literally in a ho- Like one day I didn't even leave Because the hotel conference was So the uh, conference was in the hotel uh, I was staying in the hotel The gala up. dinner was in the hotel Got it So it was all a bit hotel
0: Okay oh, So you didn't get out? Didn't... Nothing Oh that's a bit
1: sad Apart from the taxi to and from the airport oh. And I was there for
0: three days Did you slip in your joke about coming from Perth?
1: Yeah, yeah. at the beginning Settled the crowd down <laughs> Settled them all down See that? Make them laugh at the beginning. Doesn't matter what I say now.
0: They're on your side. Oh, You bonded. Up
1: bonded. Great, good. good. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, okay. Did you listen to Noel Gallagher's new song? No. Oh, I sent you it this morning. But anyway, his new song. I never saw it. I did. I sent you it this morning. Anyway, the song is called This Is a Place, right? I need you to listen to it, right? I
1: have. Okay. Sorry, yes.
0: Did you? Brilliant. Did you watch the video to it? No,
1: but I don't like the song. We've been through this. Why don't you? I really like the song? It's really
0: rubbish. It's this. This album is going to be completely different. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm alright with it so far. I want to. I want to see what the the whole album is like. But it's very different.
1: You want to remix it? I just don't know what he's doing.
0: I'd play that. I'd play it, and I set, I'd drop it, and it would, it would well, do alright. Maybe we could play it. Yeah, maybe we could play it. It's funny because I listened to to Liam Gallagher's EP this morning as well, and it's it's. It's good, it's actually really good as well So I kind of like that they're doing two different things at the moment
1: See Liam's comments about Nebworth?
0: Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that He's not going to, is that I mean seriously Seriously Liam is not, I don't know Do you think,
1: I mean Spit it out What do you think?
0: I think he's dreaming
1: I think they're going to get back together
0: no, come on! No, do you? Th- I thought he was—he was meaning he would do a solo thing. You think hes, he's the? I just—I just hate get, seeing you get so excited by these well, little Lewis things.
1: Lewis capaldi going to be the support act for who? Oasis. Oh, no joking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would love it. I know you would. I'd fly back to the UK for it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to. Why would you shatter my dreams? Because it's like when I'm I got being... told Santa wasn't real. What do you mean? It's the same feeling.
0: It's got to, you've got to be realistic about this. It's not going to happen. It's and then if they do, it's just going to be like, well, no, I, I just don't. And and I don't think Liam has the scale what he had with Oasis. I just don't. Of course not. I just don't think so. No, I just don't doesn't. want to set it up. You know. I think you've been. Anyway. Okay. That's harsh. I can I just. I wanted to get your opinion. I was in a good mood. And you're not committing to it either. You're a bit. Mm. I mean Do you actually think He would get Anywhere near the attendance
1: Oh no he won't I'm just thinking about If Oasis You're to thinking
0: stay. about the, the two of them Alright okay cool cool, cool.
1: He won't There's no way That was what 125,000 people each day
0: not was? Gonna, He won't get that Yeah
1: He mm-hmm. won't But neither would no, Neither of them
0: No I, I totally agree uh, yeah.
1: Would he get the same Would they I don't know
0: Anyway this is A boring conversation Moving on <laughs> Have you got anything else From last week Before I get into Song of the week
1: Song of the week, song of the week, song of the week No, I don't Because we're going to do all the other stuff in a minute, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we are Yes, We're about to get into your newsreader segment And see how that goes (laughs) Um, So Song of the Week Is a band called Silverload At Silverload on Twitter They're new to us, but they've been around a while The song is Richard Office uh, Which comes out on the 6th of September And you can see them live at the Leeds Constitutional The Constitutional And Leeds in the 1st of September did you read the email they sent to us? Yes. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. All right. So um, their bio, when you're looking for a folks indie rock and roll band, look no further than Silverload from Leeds UK. So in the email, they, write, they wrote to us. So Richard, the Lord of Human Resources, has summoned mm-hmm. you into his lair. That's me. I know. Wherein you will face him directly. Only don't make eye contact. He's really cross. It's all about to kick off again. I mean, you were caught on CCTV in the back room of the warehouse, but that's by the by. What's his problem? No need to get so irate, right? Nothing a slice of folksome indie rock and roll won't fix. Have at thee, Richard. I mean, it just it grabbed my attention straight away when I read it. I was like, that is brilliant. Silverload heartily recommend awkwardly dancing to Richard's office after a bad day at work, whether you're the boss or just someone else hanging in there for dear life. This is a really... It's really different. It's a really fun song.
1: It is. It it really is.
0: All right, let's play it. Richard's Office. I enjoyed that. Aye. Very, very different. I really enjoyed that. And it's very different to sort of what they've... what they're, I went back and sort of listened to the stuff. It's very, very different, but enjoyable. So good luck, guys. Thank you for sending that. Shall we get into your segment?
1: I love it. So, good evening, everyone. <laughs> we are now approaching our Mercury Music Prize segment by... I don't know what I'm doing um, So Last week, so recap First week we had Slow Tie oh, yeah. And we had the 1975 Seems like ages ago Grand total of Still 11 for Slow, right. slow Tie yep. And then we had 1975 With 6 Last week we had Anna Calvi With Hunter and Foles Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost Part 1 mm-hmm. With the Foles taking a Big lead with 15.5 points Ooh. It feels week.
0: like it's not enough Should be more Great album Um. Cool
1: So um. No
0: one's, no one's come at us for the 1975 either No, Not one person has gone Actually I think you'll find Not one person That is
1: interesting actually
0: and That just means that we're right
1: We are right Right Go this on This week we have Idols Joys and Active Resistance And Little Sims Grey Area Kevin Would you like to start us off With um, <laughs> Idols don't <laughs> Joy as an act of resistance
0: <laughs> Idols Joy as an act of resistance So who are Idols? They're an English punk rock bang- band from Bristol This is their second album What do they sound like? A noise Punk uh, They are the Sleaford Mods versus Punk Oh Because uh, lyrically and vocally Yeah I that okay yeah, alright I see that okay, 10
1: out of 10 Oh for God's sake
0: This is a proper classic punk album One that people will turn to in times of need One of whose authors are unembarrassed about Still believing that art can manifest positive change As Talbot roars on I'm Scum This Snowflakes And Avalanche Alright Les uh, Do you want me to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first Oh you just put me right up there So Quick thoughts First time listen, this is one hundred percent not for me. Like, I mean, genuinely, this is this is not my type of music at all. Um, however, it, it it definitely grew on me, and I actually found myself going back to it. Um, I think that the second half is is a stronger. It ends better than it starts. Yep. Yep. Um, it got better, like I said, with every every listen. I sort of used. And I, I was very harsh at the start And I was using Jerry Cinnamon as my sort of benchmark Whoa. But I Nah <laughs> These guys way over Jerry I mean Jerry's the benchmark right But overall so Colossus Which is the introduction grew on me It's, it's a weird song It's sort of split into two parts um, The lyrics I am my father's son His shadow weighs a ton Like just Some of the writing in this album Is really good like, there were just lyrics that stood out to me that I went, Oh, that is so good. I've got to write it down and call, call it out. Um, Danny Nidelko. I really enjoyed that song. He's made of bones. He's made of blood. He's made of flesh. He's made of love. Like, I just just great lyrics again. Samaritans, television, uh, and Cry To Me is is okay. The, the rest of it, it just wasn't for me, to be honest. Um... There's a song called June. I did not like June. Um, it keeps repeating. The baby's shoes for sale, never worn. I was like, oh, that is that's some dark lyrics. I just I just didn't didn't like that. Gram Rock, I didn't like at all. No. The one where it goes, I'm sorry your granddad's dead. I'm sorry your grand is dead. Like I just didn't like that at all. And love song, I didn't didn't like at all. So there are more. At first glance, didn't appreciate this album at all. Kept going back to it, started to pick on, on some good songs in there and some really clever writing This album is is not for me, but absolutely it will resonate with some people 4 out of 10
1: 4 out of 10, let me just write that down, lovely
0: That's just so, me though, I'm not a fan of punk, that's, that's nah. what it comes down to
1: So me, I listened to it once And then I didn't listen to it again. Oh, you didn't go back! I couldn't. No! I really struggled to get through it once.
0: It is a tough listen.
1: I didn't like it at all. Okay. So, I liked Cry To Me. Yep. Funnily enough, I didn't mind Love Song. Okay. That was it. I didn't... Yeah, the the shouting and... The, like the music, yeah, I just find it aggressive. It's just not for me. I understand if you're into punk, yes, it's probably a breath of fresh air oh, by because far. there's not been a lot of that kind of music coming out, right? And I get that, correct? It's just not me, yeah, and I just don't like it. But then I thought, no, I need to be professional and be like a judge. And what would the judges think?
0: And put your judge's voice, and on. I
1: still can't do it again. So, <laughs> um, I really like. If it's not for you. It's I didn't not for like you. it. Okay. I gave it three out of ten. Two songs and one for effort.
0: You keep chucking that effort. I just remove the effort and call it what I was. But that's fine. Three, three out of ten. So they've
1: got a seven.
0: Okay. And I think anyone who knows us and has been listening to us a well, while, we tend not to like the heavier stuff. I think that's crystal clear We've yeah. seen that in some of the younger bands come through And it's nothing against them It's just that's a genre of music that we don't gravitate to And I find it quite hard to listen to Yes
1: yeah, They're above the 1975 by one mark So they're not going to be last So that's, uh, that's good news You know what
0: I've got to admit There's a pretty good chance To be honest I wouldn't I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be angry if they won To I be would, honest I would Nah because there's, would. Some, there's some great work no. in here
1: So next Little Sims Yes so she's a 24-year-old from the UK Yep This is her third album Amazing She supported Lauren Hill and the Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Her real name is Simbi Adjakao I hope I said that right Yep She's from London Look, The album is a real mixture of rap, hip-hop, R&B, soul um, I absolutely love this album Okay It brings out My Feminist Oh Have you not hit the sum of the lyrics? Yep. Love her Like... <laughs> Put the window down, arm out Yeah, yeah I dare you to cross the road, I dare you (laughs) Like, her lyrics I love her lyrics, political confronting Yeah Um, Very strong for someone who's 24 years old Mm -hmm. Um, Melodies are amazing I was blown away by this album I had no clue I'd like this Even the name Little Sims I kind of like, oh girl, can't wait for this Mm -hmm. And then, put her on the first time I reckon since, in the last week, I've listened to that album 20 times. What? I absolutely, like, I can't explain to you how much I love this album. Wow. It's completely not what I expected. It is not my normal genre. No. By any stretch. Wow. I, I think that she is such a talent, mm-hmm. and I really, 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 and we haven't done all the other albums, but if she's not up there for this, like... I get the So I think about Slow Tie Because it's like It's the same messages Kind of And But her album Is better than that Okay And I just think that
0: You're stuck in a corner now Because you gave a good rating
1: To Slow Tie I gave them a a 7 Yeah I know No 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 but You ready? (laughs) Little Sims And I don't do this lightly Oh what are we giving it? Is a 9 out of 10 a nine out of ten. She started. Wow. A nine out of ten. Oh wow, that's a, that's it's awesome. A, an, like, think of some of the song. Like, Venom is amazing. Mm-hmm. When she just she kills it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there there is not a bad song on this album. The last song, Flowers, with that guy. So you know he sings the song. You know the theme tune to. Um, Big Little Lies You know that show Yes it's The theme tune yes. The guy who's on that song with her He sings that Because oh. I love that track That is beautiful Okay I can't think Of a song on that album That I don't Absolutely Love Wow Like I can't Okay Like I can't I just I'm blown away okay. I will listen to that Because I had this whole debate in my head Well I like it in five years well, um, and I think to myself There are certain albums Of that genre Where I go back to I listen to the Fugees Yes still. okay. I do love Lauren Hill mm-hmm. And I think to myself I will go back to that Because I actually think This is such a classy album Okay It's really well produced She has some great Co-stars On it with her Like yeah. the other people That contribute to the album hmm mm-hmm. I think that it's lyrically strong Yes, it's a moment in time, I think She's talking about a particular moment But I don't think that that will change I think she's only 24 She's going to have a long career ahead of her Mm -hmm. Wow Everybody goes, please, please Go and buy that album
0: What do you think I thought about it?
1: You probably think it's okay
0: So, enemy, 10 out of 10 Whoa Across these 10 tracks Sims utilises Her most valuable commodity Honesty Having stripped away The narrative cloak That shrouded the highlights Of stillness in wonderland She's crafted A knockout record And finally come true On her early promise This is the best Rap record Of the year So far Oh
1: i that your shadow
0: Alright So The minute I put this on I was like Yeah I like this I like this a lot Right Cause it's just So fresh mm-hmm. And like I was sitting there and sort of the, the idols is very very different and you sort of have to for me it sort of, I had to really focus and sort of it, it grinded at me I'd really you know this I was like Literally at my keyboard going I am boogieing here and I'm typing and I'm all yeah This is good the so the intro offense Brilliant Brilliant brilliant. I was trying to find out the sample that they use in it The little string sample at the end Couldn't find it But it's phenomenal Um, Boss Selfish 101FM In my meh column Nothing I could not find a bad thing about this album
1: And the second last track Samples um, Daft Punk Did it? Did you not hear that? I didn't hear it Oh what's the name of it? Get it in my head Sherbet Sunset Listen Ah. I can hear um, what's that Daft Punk Every part of my life You know that one okay. I'm sure it's that oh. um, Pressure's amazing And it's got a little dragon on it um, okay. Boss is amazing
0: I look, Boss
1: in a dress
0: <laughs> I liked it Didn't love it I love it So for me You had it, the nail on the head This is a 7 out of 10 This is a good album for me I'll take it Um Probably one that I may go back to Now and again To whack on Um, She's in the lead Is she? About
1: half a point I I, think
0: Very happy if she won it Like I I genuinely That is a really really good album Well done Loved it Well, What's my homework for next week? So So Kevin
1: So Kevin (laughs) Next week we have Neil and Saturn Neil she's amazing
0: Don't put that in my head
1: She's okay, unbalanced. amazing. I don't I haven't listened to okay. this album. Okay. I listened to two tracks and I thought, no, no. What type no of music is it? Kinda like singing solely. Um she does a great song called In the Morning. It's not on this album, but I want you to listen to that separately because it's stunning. Okay. Um What a Voice, Real Talent. I haven't properly listened to this album. So that's her. Um and Seed Ensemble with Drift Glass.
0: Is that the jazz one? Have you tried that?
1: <laughs> so right now Our front runners So are Little Sims and Foles But Little Sims is winning By half a point
0: Yes I'd give that I think Yeah Okay I like the Foles one better But I can see Why um, Little Sims I would be I just find winning.
1: it so strange Because Take this exercise aside Because I was still thinking About the other We've been doing the homework The whole way through This is my Top Ranked album With She Drew The Gun Yes This album to me When you think about the genre Yeah This is better than For me Embrace Star Sailor Like everything True good point Yeah alright And I'm so surprised But do you know what I am I'm so happy This album's in my life Oh (laughs) Like I don't know why I love it so much But I just I love her lyrics It just makes you want to go Yeah Wow Motherfucking (laughs) dress (laughs) Alright Love uh, yeah so NEO and Seed Ensemble for um, The one
0: thing I'll say is The one thing I am missing Is reviewing new albums Because there's no, been s- no 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 like you know how we were on There's been a whole bunch of new albums That have been released from artists that we had That we can't listen to Because we're doubling down on the Mercury Prize So I'm looking forward
1: You've only got three weeks left
0: Okay I can wait I can wait
1: Next week and then we've got Two more after that so. Okay done And Shall- we done And then we'll announce the winner Okay, because they'll be really pleased to hear that they've won our American music I'll be sure to get little Sims on the phone. <laughs> Might not be her. Probably but not. just going to have to take a big effort from some of these.
0: So yeah, I mean,
1: because that... I doubt I'm going to hand out a nine
0: freely. True, 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 true. Guilty pleasures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle, baby Gotta rub me the right way, honey I'm a genie in a bottle, baby Come, come, come up, let me in
0: Did not like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever makes you happy. All happy. right. And I'm thanking you for doing exactly what a girl
0: Okay. So it Christina Aguilera, 1999 self-titled debut. Overall thoughts, I didn't realise she had so many hits. I just didn't. Mm -hmm. She was massive. Mm -hmm. Still massive to this day. Still releasing music, still massive in the States.
1: And her other album's better. Have you listened to them? No. Oh, well. She released one last year and it was. Not that,
0: no. Oh, okay. Um, So, good. And that's loosely, Jeannie in a Bottle.
1: How good is that? Just let's pause. Like, I know that you don't like, but neither do I really. Pop, like pop music, but that's pop. Like, it's just pop perfection. It is, come on. It's not
0: really. Come on. Will it make you happy if I say yeah? Yeah. Okay. But it is. It's all right. What a girl wants. (laughs) It's pop perfection. (laughs) Come on over.
1: Come on over. Come on over, baby. (laughs)
0: Love for all seasons. Yep. Um. Meh Is everything else However In comparison to uh, Mariah Carey I genuinely Disliked Mariah Carey's Voice and music This There's nothing Predominantly That I strongly disliked Overall 3 out of 10
1: 5 out of 10 (laughs) 4 points for Judy in a (laughs) bottle Because it's just an amazing song
0: Alright My pick Oh. No, you're, you've dodged a bullet this week So let me tell you what I had for you And why I've had to change it Oh, <gasps> yeah So I had You know the um, I had the House of Pain Who did Jump Around I
1: hate that song so much Okay That was nearly in my top 10 Was it? That was in top 15
0: You are dodging something here Because I had that in cassette because um, obviously I like that song, but actually the rest of the album is actually a pretty good hip hop album. And so I went to listen to it this week, and I'm like, I still really like this album. This is this is good, right? But then I then I sort of some of the lyrics stood out to me, and I was I found them really offensive. And maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, or maybe I've just I'm come to understand some of the terms that they use, but they are just horrible lyrics to women and to the gay community and just I just went I'm not I'm not advocating this.
1: Yeah, right, get on ya.
0: But that's where I so first I just went I that, don't want to hear that. And the album's done. Like that's it I'll never go back to it again because I just go I understand hip hop and all that sort of stuff but these these some of these lyrics were just so cruel and mean and just so I oh, just it made me it made me uncomfortable. So I go I'm not doing that. So on the flip side, I On on the flip side But I wanted to I could have just Took it off the list right? I could have not even Spoken about it But then I went No 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 I had that down That's an album That's probably the first album That I've listened to And gone I don't agree with that And I'm not standing for that And you're done that's weird, right? I don't know. I don't think I've ever done no, that. No, I think before. it's
1: great, but I do think you're right because when you're a teenager listening to that, it doesn't even mean any sense because you don't even know what they mean.
0: Well, especially I don't, I you know some of the terms that they use in there, I you know I didn't understand or didn't know or pro- I'm not a, I'm not a big lyrics guy, but just some of this ones, I'm like, ah, did he just say what he did? He say that? No, no, no. I'm not. No, 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 and I'm not in any way advocating or promoting that. I don't want you listening to it. I don't want any of our listeners to to jump on that. No, no. No, forget it Good on you Right, shall we I'm get proud of you Thank you Shall we get into the most comfortable and safe album <laughs> On my guilty pleasures Go list? on then Dido No angel <gasps> <gasps>
1: That's a great album
0: It's a great album I liked it then You know, the work that she done with Faithless as well Eminem Does it stand... stand
1: up? Does it stand up? I reckon it will stand up Is this got white flag on it?
0: Uh, I can't remember I can't remember. A beautiful song it Makes me cry So you've got Dido No Angel Instead of House of Pains Jump Around album Happy with that? Wait. happy <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, Moving on Britpop One Liners Britpop One Liners Put a bit of junk
1: That'll <laughs> be funny That'll be, be funny Lovely See what I mean about the size of the list though I know Here we go Britpop One Liners cast <coughs> Sarah A sing along feel good band yeah. I agree with yeah. that Anthony Like all great Liverpool bands They played their guitars Too high up on their chests I actually saw that And laughed Which is out true. loud it's Yeah. True. Um, Aisha, Fine time for Liverpool Laz mm-hmm. Oh I see what she did there As I worked in there Couple of com- Yeah, yeah. Here you go, Imran see. Great band with great albums and singles mm-hmm. Matt Never as good as the promise of the Laz and shack That they came from But a good solid first album And an iconic album cover mm-hmm. True Chris Better than Reef, worse than the Boo Radleys. Chris, mate, like the first part, you're fine. The second part, just have a wee word with yourself, Chris, okay? Just a wee word with yourself. Because if the Boo Radleys could even dream about writing a song, like Find Time, Walk Away, or Sandstorm, I doubt very much last week's exercise would have been as painful. So thanks for your contribution, Chris. Keep listening. Anyway. Yep. Ian, a 90s Britpop band from Liverpool.
0: Nailed it. Nailed it, Ian.
1: Well done, Ian. I didn't know it was state the obvious (laughs) one-liners, but well done. Um, Alex, mostly average tunes sung by a legend. Oh, no. Um, Cooler Boy. Hmm. You shouldn't even be allowed to comment. It's <laughs> um, horrible. Stop that. <laughs> only the band The Laz could have been. Okay. Yep. Tam. First class No, sorry, first album was class, downhill from there, but the debut is enough to keep them as a nice memory for me, unlike stereophonics. Open bracket, close brackets. <laughs> Andy, a Britpop beginners band for those who like to work upwards and quality. I chuckled when I read that. Did you? Is that what I get what that is? It's yeah. like Britpop for dummies. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, David, top five Britpop band. Yes. Oh no, David.
0: you would be in the first team for sure.
1: Go. Brits and Pieces. My first cast gig was 1997. Travis supported And Liam Gallagher Randomly wandered Out onto the stage During their set Me and my mates Wondered why people Kept looking at us Then we realised That Mick Hucknell And his girlfriend Were sitting next to us You'd have lost your mind (laughs) 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 Weren't you You'd have just started Belting out Every song from Stars. Um, that's a bit surreal Liam Gallagher, Mick Hucknall It's
0: been a while since we've had a go I course. tell
1: you what, if we're at the Castle in October And we see Mick Hucknall <laughs> That would make my life <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone who contributed
0: Yes, thank you Alright, let's get on to this week's album uh,
1: uh, No, no, no We've got more homework Do we? Yes What do we have? You wanted me to do my top 10 best first tracks
0: Oh, And I didn't do it
1: well you I'm half I'm, I'm,
0: actually, I'm actually halfway through it I promise
1: Okay Are you ready for mine? Go So number one.
0: Oh see so Frank This is your favourite
1: No no Just in ten I've just got them. one I've actually got eleven Because I couldn't call one What's You can never go to a top ten You're always like It's eleven Go on um, Do you know what I mean? Be here now Oh really? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yep Hundred percent. Okay. Love that song. Kicks off the album. You know what you're in for. You get angry. You're up and about. It's a real punch in the face. Number two. All right by Cast. Oh. Okay. That's good. Number three. The Changing Man. Paul Weller. Oh. Okay. Four. Thousand Trees. Word gets around. Really. Yep. Okay. Number five. Girls and Boys. Park Life. Ah. Up and about. Love it. Up and about. Uh, number 6 Getting Better Shed 7
0: Oh That's good as well I'm going to steal these
1: 7 The Riverboat Song Ocean Colour Scene Oh I'm definitely, <laughs> I mean, definitely tell me Definitely stealing that uh, Number 8 Car Fiction Echo Belly On Oh Okay Number 9 Miss Shapes
0: Mhm. These yeah. are good songs
1: Number 10 I Want to Be Adored, Stone Roses.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And I had to sneak in number 11 if I can somewhere because I didn't know what to take out. We'd be moving on up Primal Screen.
0: Oh. So I'm really happy. That's a good list. Good list. Mine's is different.
1: But that's because you're not following the criteria. No, no, no. Because my criteria is... It's got a set about... scene,
0: punch in the face.
1: <laughs> that's stuff it. Like that. And they all do that. All... Tell me one of those songs that doesn't do that. No, no,
0: no. You're right. You've nailed it. I know My... I my... Choice for an intro is different to your punch in the face set in the scene oh, It's about God. easing me into that album and just nah. Brilliant <laughs> What other homework do we have? That
1: is was that it? it? No, that was it Okay, cool I like that That was hard It was hard It is hard That's why I'm only halfway through it What you know, about It was hard for two reasons One reason There's a lot of albums that do not meet my criteria and do not get it right And the other one was I got to 15 So it was hard to call it, and I couldn't get lower than eleven. But there are a lot of albums because if you think it. Because I was instantly went to obviously albums that. What's the story? Mm-mm No, they started with their worst song.
0: They'd, hello,
1: worst song on the album. Then you went. Then I was thinking, oh, who else? That's... You've
0: missed a You've missed a cl- anyway. But yours, you're right. Yours is set in the scene. Mine's are, are different. What did I miss? I can't tell because I've got. I'm doing mine. I can't. I'm, I'm... Does it meet
1: my criteria? No. Well.
0: But we've talked about this. You have different criteria to the start than I do, and I have different criteria to the end of the album that you do. Not
1: necessarily. Oh, are you coming around to my final harassment? No, I don't need. But. Yes, you are. are. Actually, no, I do, because I think that when we get onto the album we're going to talk about today, Ah. I am excited to hear about what you think of that.
0: Can't wait for that. Are Mm. you ready Mm. to get into this? Oh, yeah. Seahorses, do it yourself. The album cover is a photograph of Squire's 1996 sculpture. ...in the shape of a globe made of puzzle pieces. And it's also named Do It Yourself. It's pretty cool. It's pretty artistic, which we'll get into later on. Um, Released on the 26th of May 1997. The album, it's their debut album. What followed it? Big, fat... Nothing. Nothing. However, so on that, there's nothing public. However, the unreleased album is actually on YouTube... ...and it's called Minus Blue. So if you want to go and see... Well, if you want to listen to the second album Which is a shame it didn't get released Because actually it's, it's actually really good Go out on YouTube and, and actually go I'll push push out there as well uh, The label was Geffen And it was recorded in the USA In North Hollywood The producer was Tony Visconti <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that Tony, most famous, working as a producer Was David Bowie most of his career Also did T-Rex, The Stranglers, Elaine Page, Thin Lizzie and more Elaine oh, Page? Yeah Most recently... He did the good, the bad, the queen Maryland. Ah, same. Yeah, so quite the career 45 minutes, 11 tracks Charted at number 2 Didn't make number 1 And it was in the charts for 49 weeks Are you ready for the charts?
1: Oh, yeah What's the year?
0: What did I just say it was? Forgotten Oh, for goodness I just threw my bit of paper 97, I reckon Yeah, I thought
1: so And you know what my thoughts are on 97 Didn't you say you wanted to be That's in That's a 90- genre <laughs> Remember is a genre Yeah
0: but then you saw the singles And you yeah, went oh no, I don't want to bother we on albums that. We on
1: albums
0: Right we're on the albums Let's see if you want to stay in 1997 shall okay. we Number 10 Texas White on Blonde Yes I do Thank you Number 9 Republica Republica I wouldn't mind you. You stay in there yeah. Number 8 Direction Reaction Creation By Jam Yep 7 Before the Rain Eternal
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> number six Romanza Andrea Bocelli No
1: Was he in the charts back then? Wow Yeah he's another one
0: My dad loves Bocelli see me. Stop doing that joke uh, Five Always On My Mind The Love Songs by Elvis Number four Blood On The Dance Floor by Michael Jackson That is uh, an age well weird. Three Spice Girls by Spice <laughs> Well Spice by Spice Girls Number two Do It Yourself by The Seahorses And Number one Open Road by Garly, Gary Barlow Still want to stay in 1997?
1: No I thought that album bombed Didn't it? Yeah it did And then he went off the rails Got fat and stuff <laughs> No he did he says it He went off He went hectic Because Because Robbie did the
0: Life Before and Lens album he's more album.
1: talented than Robbie
0: Are we going to get into a Take that thing? Yeah man? let's do But it. you actually hate Robbie Williams So
1: Because he's pants But Gary Barlow was the force behind Agreed. Take That. And Agreed. he is the songwriter. I don't know why he couldn't do it for himself. And then Robbie came out with that, and then and obviously Robbie, let's be fair, is the bear looking. <laughs> <laughs> but that was what a lot of his fan base was around. Gary Barlow was never the heartfropper take that. How many people, when I was when we liking Take That, did somebody go, Oh, Gary Barlow's my favourite? said no one. <laughs> That actually Yeah
0: It was either was it, Mark it or was when,
1: Mark Or it was Robbie Yeah Couple of people Would maybe want Howard or Jason Maybe Yeah yeah No one guy. Maybe your mum Like a mum <laughs> And so Yeah but I always, But I really Who <laughs> had that housewife appeal <sighs> But they, I'm right I'm telling you now. No
0: you are right I'm just I'm just thinking Like No
1: No one No one
0: No nah. No. Singles. Yeah. Are you please. Ready?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Waltz Away, Dreaming by Toby Burke and George Michael. Yeah. Number nine, Six Underground by the Sneaker
1: song
0: Okay, Love Full by the Cardigans. Number eight. Number seven, I'll Be There for You by the Rembrandts. That's going to my top ten least favorite.
1: Oh, that should have been. I Forgot about that.
0: I need to remember that. I'm doing my least favorite because it's pants. You're not going to like my least favourite uh, Number six You're Not Alone by Olaf.
1: Oh, this is one I mean we've, been, we've had this discussion it's one So of this, is where, this is where
0: dance music is like Starting to come through
1: S- Still listen to that song once a month
0: It's in our playlist by the way I've whacked that in there. Yeah. It's
1: amazing Alright uh, all right.
0: uh got a bit aggressive As there. you did Five Closer Than Close By Rosie Gaines <laughs> I used to love that What's that?
1: Closer Than Close Closer Than You Ever been imagined. Oh yeah Oh, oh we're Close Closer Than Close I had that single I remember it was pink
0: Yeah It is You're right It is pink uh, Four Time To Say Goodbye By Sarah Brightman And Andrea Bocelli
1: Time to Say Goodbye Oh goes like that
0: beautiful <laughs> beautiful why is it not Leslie Martin stroke Andrew Vichelli people like I just I just feel like people have just you know how you take your headphone out of your ear like that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> three Paranoid Android by Radiohead
1: oh it's so hard to sing
0: two I want to be the only one Eternal featuring baby whinings.
1: I want to be the only one who loves you yeah. don't you I want to be the only one to tell you. You are pumped. Look at you yeah. go.
0: And number one, we have not talked about this band yet. Go on then. Mbop by the handsome.
1: Mbop, bop ba do, bop, do it ba do, bop, bop ba do. Oh yeah. Still
0: touring. Still touring. Awful. I don't know. Anyway, done? Yeah. Enjoyed that. that was, yeah, full on. It's um, good for my
1: vocal range there, it's good.
0: You've got a vocal range there. Oh,
1: I said it cleaned it out a bit. <laughs> it's good for that.
0: Um, Alright, so let's get back to the seahorses. So, we've talked about the Fall from Grace about the Stone Roses, okay. both in the Second Coming <laughs> episode and also the Golden Greats with Ian Brown. But in short, things went a bit pear shaped for the Roses when The Second Coming was released. The album was released on the 5th of December 1994 with the tour to kick off from March in 1995. Two weeks before that, Rennie left after a fight with Ian Brown. They did finally tour at the end of the year, however, John Squire eventually quit. And that's when you got the line, the inevitable conclusion to the gradual social and musical separation that we have undergone in the past few years. There's a lot of stories and rumours about the real reason. Squire allegedly doing too much drugs, whereas Squire felt that Brown wasn't pulling his weight.
1: Yeah, and I got into that.
0: Yeah, do you want to do it now?
1: Um, okay. Go on. So, there was a really, really, really great article that I read And it was um, actually on the BBC And it went on about how John Squire and Ian Brown should have been the Lennon and McCartney of the 90s Oh yeah, okay Discuss Is that it? No, there's more, but I just loved that line I wanted to see what your thoughts were on that Because I know you're not the biggest Roses fan, Stone Roses fan But I, like John Squire and Ian Brown should have been the Lennon and McCartney of the 90s No No? No
0: wouldn't that have been better suited to Liam and Noel? Discuss.
1: <laughs> I don't know how much influence Liam had on the old songwriting. Though. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay. I don't know.
0: Uh, I just, I never, to me it's, it's the, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I've tried. I, I tried to go back and I just can't do
1: it. Yeah. Anyway they were The creative force behind the Stone Roses Who are in an unassailable position At the top of British rock Their debut album Also called the Stone Roses Was recently voted And bear in mind this article Is articles, about 10 years old uh-huh. Was voted the greatest album of all time In a BBC poll Look at your face <laughs> Had rescued Brit rock from its stadium rock doldrums And paved the way for virtu- virtually Every subsequent development in British rock uh-huh. But all went wrong So this whole article is about John Squire and he gets asked about, in all of the interviews, Ian Brown claims it's his fault, mm-hmm. as in John Squire's fault, mm-hmm. um, that he had aloof behaviour, rampant egomania and sub- succumbed to cocaine. Up until this article, Squire had never responded. Mm-hmm. As Brown's solo stardom had progressed, his former partner had spent years in retreat in rural Cheshire. Mm-hmm. Since the collapse of a successful but short-lived band The Seahorses mm-hmm. Now he's finally breaking his silence mm-hmm. So this is quite a bit old And it talks about his solo album mm-hmm. Time changes everything I want to pause here Can't wait to talk about that album Let's do it now couldn't, It's not on Spotify It's on YouTube It's on though. YouTube
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it contains several searingly several honest songs about the roses And with his first interview in five years We meet at a quiet pub in Manchester this time he was 39 So this is 2003 So I listened to Time Changes Everything
0: Oh I can't wait to get your thoughts on this I'm glad you did
1: And Okay First thing He can't sing (laughs) Very well There's a reason That he's
0: What did you think of his voice? We are all over the place now But yeah go on
1: Yeah Okay so I talk about Ian Brown not being a classically trained singer, and we all know that. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, with this, it works.
0: It does work. You are correct on some songs.
1: It, yeah, but it's also unique. Tell correct. me, somebody else that sings like Ian Brown? No one. So it's kind of why it stands out. Liam Gallagher's the same. Like, the, oh, but yeah. they're unique. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just them. John Squire's voice could be any old pub band, any old person. Okay. And I'm a massive John Squire fan, so don't get me wrong, because I think he's an amazing guitarist and one of the best songwriters when you think about Stone Roses plus Horses, Yep. But I didn't enjoy that album. I struggled with it. Um, the first track, I liked it, and I thought, oh, I think I'm going to be okay. Second track, same, and it just it kept going down and down and down. Um, no final for Hurrah for You. No. 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 Um, but I'm surprised because I've got to be honest, I didn't even know he had done that until this exercise. Yeah, okay. Um, He's
0: done two, two albums. And
1: it's just not. Okay. Well,
0: they've, okay.
1: Not, they've not resonated at all.
0: No. I'll talk about them a bit later on because I've got a bit of a, a review around what Enemy thought about them as well and, and how it's, you've talked about the voice, they talk about the voice, and, and stuff like that. Um,
1: the article here says that they think it's a distinctive voice. Not unlike Bob Dylan. Really? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't know what they mean. Like, Bob Dylan's another one with a distinct voice. Yeah. But again, it's I don't know. There's just. Okay. That's fine.
0: Okay. What else you got? So. Shall I keep going on with the timeline?
1: Well, yeah, you can. Okay, cool.
0: Um, all right. So, Ian was uh, interviewed in, in Clash Music in 2009 and said this. So asked about his least favorite memory of the Stone Roses, Ian Brown replied, walking into John's room and seeing him and seeing him with another delivery of cocaine in a big pile on his table. It's 11 in the morning and he's snorting lines of cocaine and I'm thinking, shit, is that what we are now? Do you have to take coke at 11 in the morning just so you can come up with a guitar line? I thought we were against all that. I thought we were the real article. If he could have seen himself when he was 15 doing that, he'd have been horrified. So Ian, like as you go through this, Ian has actually, um, every time he's asked, he, he, he's very honest about his mm-hmm. answers. He hasn't sort of pulled any punches. He's very honest. Whereas for you, John is actually quite a recluse in terms of interviews yeah. and coverage. So it's actually quite hard to find.
1: I'll give you his rebuttal. Go. So according to Squire, he was forced into taking responsibility for writing the group's songs, saying that he could have um, really used some help. Squire insists was nothing like the excess that Brown has claimed. The only thing I did take ex- excess were guitar solos, which is quite funny, and it's true. True. Um, he says dryly. However, he admits the coke did make him paranoid. Esquire tells that the cocaine controversy arose from a 1995 interview he gave to the LA Times. People were asking us why it took so long to come up with the second album. He explains, we'd done other interviews and the same excuses about the court cases. Um, I thought the guy deserved something more. Um, he thinks that... Um, he's acquired the Judas role, you know, like, mm-hmm. the the traitor. Yeah. Um, and he reckons, because Brown reckons that Rennie left because of Squire, mm-hmm. but then he argues that he left because of an argument with Ian Brown. I know. So you So, this goes on and on, and he just, re- like, I just think, and this is obviously, um, he asked, he was asked again about Ian, and he said, look, do you think, you know Ian Brown changed, and he said, "Look, I refuse to become a grass. I don't want to stick the knife in mm-hmm. all is all I can say is that Ian became a complete stranger. It was bizarre because everyone assumed we were the best of friends what which put a tremendous amount of pressure on us, and then he left the band i'm am- I'm immensely proud of what the Roses achieved. No one loved or worked harder for that band than me, so it kind of really hurts him
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I read like in the in the limited interviews that he's done, he obviously was quite passionate about the roses, and he has mm-hmm. his opinions, and and Ian has his. Yep. And I do have a point, which obviously the seahorses kind of ended up the same, right? Now, if you look at the common factor, and I'm not, you know, throwing oh, blame. I'll see what you're going. I'll see where you're going. Okay. The common factor is Squire. And literally you see from Chris, you see the same sort of commentary as from Ian. And I'm just, I'm I'm maybe throwing, you know, shade at someone. But I just, I sort of go, he's the common factor in here who has been in bands and they've just dissolved because of friction within the band.
1: Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Okay, cool. All right.
0: Okay, so um, after John left the Roses, they went on for another six months um, and they quit it. After really bad reviews, especially reading 96, when Enemy wrote I am the Resurrection, more like the Eternal Crucifixion. So with John leaving in 1996, he started looking for a new band. Alright, so he was watching a band called the Blue Flies mm-hmm. and recruited the bass player Stuart Fletcher. However, Stuart Fletcher was a stand-in for the actual real bass player who couldn't make it to the gig. Oh no. I mean...
1: Talk about a sliding doors moment!
0: <laughs> That's a great movie. It is a great it's movie. It's a great movie. I often
1: think about when things happen to me. Oh. I wonder what would happen if I hadn't got on that bus. Hold on, I don't get on buses. <laughs> but I do think... Don't you think? Sometimes you wonder. Yeah, you do. If I'd accepted that job or if I'd have said something to this person or if I'd have gone there for my dinner. Or...
0: Okay. If you'd have gone there for your dinner...
1: Because who might met
0: in Maybe you're for overthinking it? this. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> You've got too much Hello. time to think about it. But anyway, yeah, so Chris Helm was originally in a band called Chutzpah and we're tra- traveling around France. A
1: rubbish name.
0: It's not a great name, is it? Nah. Um, didn't work out. Be- um, apparently they fought um, internally. So Chris came back and started busking.
1: Oh, so they fought internally. Don't want to throw shade. <laughs>
0: So anyway, he started busking and working at a place called Fibbers in York. He was asked by Live Forever how he got recruited. Uh, So that's how it happened. Yeah, you were singing outside Woolworths one day and some some guy asked you for a tape. Yeah, at the time John Squire was looking to do his own thing after the roses. And it was a guy called Dennis, a friend of John's guitar tech, who heard me and asked, have you got a tape? So I handed it over and later on I played a set of Fibbers for John and his guitar tech, Martin Herbert. It was obviously a big deal for me And I'd had a few drinks to calm my nerves So apparently what happened is He went to John after the gig Mm -hmm. Too many times and was quite drunk And yeah So I think he ticked him off a bit Oh
1: dear
0: Um, But anyway so He thought he'd blown it But John invited him to play another gig And basically put him in between Three different rock bands Mm -hmm. Chris held his own and John came up at the end offering him a gig. All right, so, so first of all, you've got a stand in for, for the local band, and then Chris is busking outside Woolworths, and there's your two for two, right? So finally, they recruited the a friend of Chris of and Stewart, the drummer Andy Watts, okay? The name, I really want to get your two cents on the name The Seahorses, right? Yeah. Do you think it's an anagram of he hates roses? Or even the roses the rose ashes? Or do you just think it's a coincidence? They've never he's never come out and said, Yep, that's why we picked it. He's always totally gone. No no no, it was just just something I just something I liked. Come on.
1: But it's got a seahorse on the album.
0: Oh then that's it then, is it? Yep. Lovely.
1: I think there's probably something there.
0: I think so. I think it's a drunken conversation. I just think it's, you know, where someone's thought it was a really clever idea to do it. And they'd be like, no one's ever going to find out about it. It'll be just be our joke. And then, of course, only takes two seconds to look at it, put the anagram together, and away you go. No? Yep. <laughs> just the way it's going to be. You're just going to defend John the whole way through this episode. Maybe. <laughs> All right, okay. So back to the album. Uh, so they were originally They tried to drop The permanently So they were just called Seahorses But there was another band already called Just Seahorses
1: Yes there is Is there? Because I found them Oh, okay Because if you They're on I'm sure they're on Spotify okay. they, they were on Or was it on YouTube It was on whatever I was trying to do my research on this week Okay And then I found it And then I wasn't paying attention So I just hit play And I was like Oh no that's What's this? What was it like? It's a bit rubbish. Listen to it.
0: <laughs> it's a bit rubbish. <clears throat> Alright, okay, so because John was still signed to Geffen, they did a couple of warm-up gigs in the UK, apparently only three, then flew to Hollywood to record the album. Three of the four band members had never seen the inside of a studio.
1: Oh, that's so cute.
0: But get that through your head. Like you've just like you've got you've gone from busking. To now suddenly getting flown to Hollywood To be in a band With two other new people who are going well, this is new to us With John Squire Amazing It's pretty incredible right? Like I'm just reading this and I'm going Wow yeah you're going to jump at it right? Alright Here's where we get into the bit of the album talk right? Yeah. So for us Right and Because some people go why is this Because this? to be honest the album itself And we'll get into reviews later It gets mixed reviews and v- I could see why Yeah, so, let's, so for us This was a big album for us at school It was huge. huge Literally, the cassette would go one end Flip it over, we'd start the whole thing again yeah. Right? It was just non-stop in our common room Why do you think that was?
1: Because... I actually can't give you a reason I just think that I, lo- I like it I think it's because We loved... Well, I loved the Stone Roses. Yes. So I loved them. Yes. Loved the Oasis. It, it fits.
0: It fitted in the mold of songs. It does. Yeah, of the bands that we were listening to at that time. Why do you think it didn't resonate with, with the majority? Because I'm, I'm serious, when you look at reviews, people did not sing the praises of this
1: album. Why? Right. Because it's a poor man's Stone Roses.
0: Oh, I didn't expect that so early.
1: And I'll tell you why. Go on. Because he does the same... In some of the Stone Roses songs, he batters all the riffs and yep. then he does the guitar solos, right? And yep. he farts about with that quite a bit in this album. Not Agreed. as much, but he does. And that's just obviously what he does. It's his style, it's what he knows, it's what he does. Yeah. So it's a watered-down version of the Stone Roses. Okay. With somebody who can actually sing. Agree. So I can see why people... Probably diehard Stone Roses fans wouldn't probably like it. Yeah. They're also, if we're honest, isn't for me. There are great. It's hard for me. There are great songs on this album, but I, I don't know. When you say it, like I said to somebody today, oh, we're talking about Zero. Didn't know. Who, didn't know. Anyway, yeah. from the UK, I had no clue what I'm talking about. Really? Okay. None Zero. So they didn't have a big hit.
0: No, and we're going to talk to that. I want to get your opinion on the singles that they released too. Because I think that had something to do with it as and well. And
1: that's it. So I think you've got to remember. You know how I talk about that second album? Yes. Theory? Yes. They never got there, right? So the first album's Test in the Waters. Now, the average person in the street, if they didn't really know who the Stone Roses were, or they weren't bothered, John Squires were the only person in that band. And the reality is, if you think Stone Roses, you think Ian Brown. So... There was nobody... Like, there was no one famous in that band. They probably didn't have big singles. Were they on top of the pops? Like, I don't know if they had much radio play. Like, where... I imagine you only heard about this album if you were into that in the first place. Okay. I think it probably didn't have... And I can't remember. I could be completely wrong. But I doubt it would have had tons of, like, publicity or media behind.
0: It's really funny you mentioned that, right? Because... Jeff and Geffen, massive U- US record label, right? These guys, you would expect them to get some publicity or some run rate in this. Nothing. Nothing in the States. Zero. Uh, they hardly touched it, right? Which is really weird. However, I was trying to find out how they went in the States. I'm really curious about how they went. I found a review in Variety Magazine. Huh? 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 For the Seahorses and Manson. At the Palace Theatre in nineteen ninety-seven. I'm pretty excited to read this. Going in. Alright. What do you think Variety magazine thought about the Seahorses in Manson?
1: I don't think they liked the seahorses <laughs> I'll probably hedge my dinner on the fact that they didn't. Okay. British pop band The Seahorses. Pop! There's your first mistake, Variety.
0: Well if they took on Brit Pop. British Better. Pop.
1: What's well, it's British Pop. No, British Pop's The spice girls.
0: Okay, so US magazine. Cut them a slack. British pop band The Seahorses, the much-hyped new group featuring former Stone Roses guitarist and primary songwriter John Squire suffer the same in-concert pitfalls as Squire's ill-fated previous band. An utter lack of personality and edge and the inability to connect with their audience, especially here in the States. Unlike in England, where live appearances by Squire's new band are greeted with hysteria, the majority of this cool and unimpressed crowd stood arms crossed waiting for something to grab hold. But then it never arrived. What do you think about Manson? Openers Manson took a simpler and more effective approach. They cranked up their amps and played propulsive and dramatic mood pop at deafening levels, showing a zealous edge the seahorses could learn from. The four-piece Chester English-based band. Promoting their epic debut, Attack of the Grey Lantern Took standard Britpop arrangements And charred them into inspiring jams That smartly echoed The Who And Cheat Trick
1: Yeah, right Go back to that review of What was the word they used? Like for seahorses? Like, not bland, what did they say? Was it bland?
0: uh, No, I think I I fell over it To be honest An utter lack of personality and edge Uh, That's the
1: word, edge that's what I want to... That's... That is what the seahorses don't have.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So,
1: that's... Yeah. When you said that, that's what resonated with me because I don't think I've verbalised that properly. They have... their are safe. The seahorse album, we loved it because it's a safe album. It was similar to probably what we were listening to.
0: Okay.
1: There's nothing experimental in it.
0: Hmm.
1: It's the very... It's a format. Okay. And a lot of the songs are very similar. Now, I love it, don't get me wrong, but I can see why... People It's not Suede It's not Blue Tones It's not Manson There's nothing Edgy It's Mm. There isn't I see your point It's kind of Like the same as But even Cast Does something a little bit different Yeah yeah It's very safe
0: Yeah okay
1: Like yeah Okay I think that's probably why A lot of people reviewing it Would go Meh Yeah okay Post
0: album launch They toured with Third Eye Blind Oh no do you remember their song? What was that? Semi-Charmed Life
1: I was
0: like, yeah, I didn't like that I had that on CD single
1: <laughs> Sing it again?
0: Semi-Charmed uh... Oh, now I've forgotten it I'll come back to it yeah. I'll come back to it um, They did support gigs for Oasis, The Rolling Stones and U2 So yeah, they had right. some pretty good support slots, right? I want to talk I'm going to delve into the relationships within the band Because I'm curious about this, right? So Chris was asked about the relationships in the band and he went, yeah, well, that's it. John was older than us. Stuart Fletcher, the bass player, was 20. I was 26 and John was 36. That's quite a spread and I find myself in the middle of that in a way. I would be telling Stu to chill out because he'd be doing my nutting like you do when you're 20. John would be, be telling me to chill out. So it just went on like that and nothing but nothing too heated. Plus, John had obviously lived a, a lot more than the rest of us. He'd been through all that with the Roses, the court case, the highly publicised breakup of the band and so on. On a personal level, me and John got on all right. Um, It was just me and John who would do the press for the band. So I probably spent more time with him than others. But it's not like we hung out a lot. We weren't the chattiest of fellas. So I think there's a kind of feeling that the band just didn't connect on a personal level. And I think that sort of resonates. Um, So on the third single release, drummer Andy Watts left the band... He says he was asked by management due to leave Due to not fitting the band's brand or look Fast forward a couple more drummers For some more tours They settled on Mark Heaney They got back into the studio in January 1999 To start start work on the Minus Blue album uh, Literally after a couple of weeks though They pulled the pin and announced they were splitting up oh. So Chris we got together for rehearsals for the next album But the sessions were really strained And John was becoming more and more irritated with me We'd been touring non-stop since we met And I was drinking heavily and turning up hungover and stinking By then me and John were going in two different ways With me being more acoustic And him being all about his loudness I started to express my opinions And John wasn't used to that But I stuck to my guns It became apparent that none of us were happy with the way we were heading And I suppose we were just tired, frustrated And really getting down about stuff You can kind of see that Yeah Right Because John has his sound 100% And you don't mess with that No So I can imagine I'm going to
1: do an 8 minute guitar solo And you can just stand there and deal with it Exactly And I can't wait to talk This album
0: And I think that's another thing we need to tap into Self indulgent Is sometimes Very much apparent on this album You don't need that guitar I don't need a 4 minute guitar solo John You're alright I don't need it
1: But he is and I'm going to do a bit of a segue here because it's really fun. He is one of the top guitarists of all time. Is he? So I did a bit of digging into this. <laughs> BBC poll of the top 50 guitarists of all time. John Squires came in at number 13. 13? Let me read you the top 10. Number 10, Peter Buck from R.E.M. Number 9, Jack White, The no oh, White Stripes. Brilliant. 8, Prince. Seven, Johnny Greenwood, okay. Radiohead yep. Six, Kirk Hammett, Metallica Five, Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine Four, Johnny Marr, The Smiths Oh wow Three, Matt Bellamy, Muse Two, Slash, Guns N' Roses And number one, John Frusciante from The Red Hot Chili Peppers Oh Noel Gallagher came in at 19 Okay Kurt Cobain came in at 20 and how much have I banged on about the fact that Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin like yeah, doesn't even chart. Away. Doesn't? I was about even to talk about that. Chart. Wow. But yeah, so John Who done came the chart? In number 13. BBC. Yeah, so voter's BBC poll of all guitarists of all time. Wow. Yeah. So John came in at 13. No 19. No better than Kurt Cobain. Mm. John Squire. Wow. The top 10 for me, I'm like Jack White for the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Back down to number six. No. 50. No. R.E.M. Mm. Matt Bellamy-Muse. I don't know if that was just a woman in time. Yeah, okay. He's a good guitarist, but...
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Slash a... I get.
0: Yeah. Totally 100% get. 100% I get. Totally get.
1: Tom Morello I get. Raging Against Machine, not my favourite, but I get... What number does he come? Five five Yeah, and kirk ham metallic i get
0: yeah okay yeah. yeah okay
1: but johnny greenwood radiohead i would not i do not think about radiohead and think about guitar solos no or guitar not anymore not anymore really do you? but just ever even on the bends like it was cute like like fake plastic trees and the little strum strum but there were never anything that mm. i couldn't play oh i well, can could play that yeah. if you want It's like <laughs> if you caught it's not like it's Okay Even the guitarists like, Some of them from the Eagles Like I'm talking about guys That have been doing like Proper full on guitar solos Okay Anyway anyway. anyway. So that's where um, Good segue I thought you might like that Alright Back- Can I help myself with a poll?
0: <laughs> Back to Chris I remember we were playing a gig On the run up to Christmas At Glasgow Barrowlands It was the last gig we ever played Before we started work On the second album And we put in a really good performance After John said That was great Chris You're an effing star that really meant a lot to me, but then I'd realized we'd been together for three years, and it was the first time that John had ever really given me positive encouragement.
1: It's a bit of a miserable get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I also hold on, step back a second, right? There's a massive age gap between him and John. This is his first, Chris's first time in in a proper band, right? There's a huge amount of pressure on him. And that's the first, three years later, that's the first sort of positive encouragement he's had from John That's that's got a weigh on you
1: Everybody loves a bit of positive feedback, don't they?
0: Exactly
1: Doesn't love that, good job, thanks very much And that was it, you got nothing You would have tried harder
0: (laughs) So after the gig, I came back to York and it felt really strange I didn't feel like I was home at all And with other personal things going on in my life I tried to get my priorities in order But just started drinking instead My head was done Then the dissatisfaction of the second album, Sessions, and more touring, a band meeting, the band split. An official statement sent to Enemy said, Due to general divergence of musical directions, the the Seahorses have decided to disband. No formal plans for the future have been made, but all four members intend to continue along their separate paths. No further information is available at this time. Chris said... There was a personality clash during rehearsals when he came up with new stuff for the follow-up to 1997's "Do It Itself I didn't like his lyrics or his tunes. I could have gone with it and made quite a lot of money, but I just wasn't interested. Wow. Post breakup, you got anything else before we delve into what did one?
1: Chris do after that? Then
0: I've got that. I get into that. You want to talk about that now?
1: Yeah, because I want to know if he put his money where his mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> hey don't see you writing any songs Chris Well he did So he did He has done He has worked Come on then Don't have
0: uh, Impartial I am Sound like I'm it I'm just
1: interested I'm intrigued I'm on the edge of my seat You've got
0: <laughs> <laughs> So What happened after they broke up So John Squire briefly joined another band with Mark Heaney With ex-members of The Verve However that didn't last long no. And he left um,
1: na- <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he dear. left Johnny, Johnny, Johnny.
0: So he left before they named themselves The Shining, and actually released an album of True Skies. The Shining did actually break up in two thousand and three, with Mark becoming a music teacher and session drummer, working with Badly Drawn Boy and the Claxons. Back to John, he released two albums, which you've talked about once. So time changes everything. In yep. two thousand and two, Enemy, four out of five, Drowned in Sound. 2
1: out of 10. How weird is that?
0: It's polarizing. So, um, this is uh, Drowned in Sound. This one true standout element of the album is John Squire's singing voice. It sounds like David Frost trying to do an impression of Bob Dylan (laughs) veering off into a Stella Street David Bowie from time to time. You may love it, you may hate it, but either way, it's certainly the most interesting thing here. (sighs) My thoughts. His voice is interesting. He can sing, but I don't know how I feel about it. I I was trying to... I tried to get... Look, it's not a 2 out of 10. Definitely not an 8 out of 10. No, it is not. It's definitely not that. It's probably somewhere around that middle ground. But his voice is just something. I don't know know what it is. Um, He did Marshall's House, his second album in 2004. I didn't listen to it.
1: No, I, pff,
0: I couldn't find it. Which is unusual. Well, it's it's on YouTube as well. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's there. Um, there's nothing from the first album that kind of made me go to the second one. To be honest, I, I
1: did just... like the song "I Miss You."
0: Okay, all right, good.
1: Is that about Ian Brown?
0: Maybe. Guardian. You
1: don't even care.
0: <laughs> Guardian, one out of five. Oh, no. He mangles lyrics, stripping away every nuance of sensitivity, replacing it with would-be anthemic cliches. His guitar playing remains sublime, and there's a warmth to these songs, but it's not enough to rescue this middle-of-the-road mess. Ouch. So he does artwork as well. You've talked about that before. So he did all the album covers. Also does um, actual Stone Roses exhibitions where he puts up all his artwork. That's great. You should... When you go back, you should look into that and oh, see yeah. if you can get to one. You'd love that. I would. Stone Roses did eventually reform. You know, we've And ta- I saw them twice. We've talked about that, so we're not gonna delve into that. Lots of concerts, so they made some money off that, but could they get back into the studio together to make some new albums? No. Why would that be, Leslie?
1: Although we're busy.
0: Great. As for Chris, he went on to form the yard. Why
1: is it? Do you know? Well, I think we've talked about it. Whatever.
0: Obviously, an unsafe working environment. As for Chris, he went on to form The Yards, which we talked about in the Shed Seven episode. Releasing two albums with those, and then he released a solo album called Ashes. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to it? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. So you didn't listen to it. No. It's very, uh, it's very acousticy, very Jeff Buckley voice, Chris. When he's, it's more, it's really folky. It's, 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 it's nice. I just, Did
1: he hit the big time? Stop it. Just ask him. I'm really interested.
0: Okay. Did okay, if we're going like this, did John hit the big time?
1: Oh he'd already been in the big time.
0: He'd already been in the big time pal. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get have you got anything else to add before we get into the actual songs?
1: Uh no.
0: I think we've fought over this enough.
1: I feel okay. Here we go. <laughs> so I find a couple of interviews with John. And I struggle because I go mute like I'm a real fan, but I don't warm to you. I want to warm to you. At least Ian Brown's funny. Yeah, he is. And I do think there's obviously, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> what well, gave it away? Is it the fact that you can't work with it?
1: <laughs> so, I just think he's probably a wee bit of a a loner. But I do think he's a... Like, He's, a, he's one of those... I think he's a true artist. Agreed. But, so he's musically and art, art. So then he's just... But what I find interesting is when he was on his own and he had the ability to put his stamp on it and he could have done all his twinkle, twinkle guitar solos all day long, his solo works the worst stuff. Okay. So he obviously needs a band... He obviously does need to have people around and bounce off. Yes. And he does need a vocalist. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. So there's not a lot of self awareness there. Okay. So I do struggle with it. I want I want him to have this great legacy because I still think the stone that's just one of the best albums ever and I think it was genius. But it hasn't the career just fizzled it just full on fizzled.
0: Put, this in your, put your work hat on yeah. right? So you've got An employee Been in a couple of teams Not worked out Clashes Yeah Bit of a perfectionist Doesn't build relationships well Put him on what, a pip You'd put him on a performance <laughs> You weren't coaching You'd put him straight to
1: a performance improvement plan Whoa. Well I would hope the manager That's not my job <laughs> No but I would Like I feel I just don't know if it's in him Like I think he's He's obviously so artistically headstrong
0: I think the tagline of this whole episode is You'd put him on performance management Oh, that's brilliant
1: surprised you didn't say that to me No, I was waiting for you to (laughs) (laughs) set it up Um, No, I think I think we could probably get to the end of the pip And it would be mm
0: -hmm. You reckon he'd he'd come first Okay, alright So just Rounding that back, so more on the... We talked about Shed 7 earlier. More connections with Stuart Fletcher going on to, to join Rick Witter and the Jukes that we talked about yep. in the Shed 7 episode. Let's get into the singles and videos. Very, very quickly, yes, right? Yes,
1: I want to talk about the singles.
0: Love is the Law was the first single. Mm-hmm. Number three. So it did really well on the 10th of May 1997. The band... Uh, play on a beach in the UK And there's a pier in the background I couldn't figure out really annoyingly where it was filmed So if anyone knows where it was filmed Let me know mm-hmm. But it's really cute Because they're playing on the band that On the beach And everyone's watching them from the pier And the, the beach side It's this really clever video Do you th- So Love is the Law We're going to get into Blinded by the Sun Number 7 26th of July The video I want to talk about this two parts One, the video is amazing to this mm-hmm. They're all in space and yep. they're in zero gravity, yep. singing, playing their instruments. It's a really well produced, lot of money thrown at this video. Total opposite of Love Is the Law, which is bare bones, you know, band just playing on the on the beach. The song Blinded by the Sun. You have, shall we wait? Or because I just I just don't think that's a single.
1: You're know off You Really, you think it's a single? It's the best song on the album. Oh. oh what Lord. are you talking about? I don't know. I just love don't... is the law shouldn't be You can't be singing strap on Sally in the middle of top the pops. Good point. Okay. Okay. Love me and leaving number 16. No, that's a single.
0: 11th of October 1997. Don't disagree with that. Band is uh, the must have put all the money into Blinded by the Sun because it's a very bare bones <laughs> video. It's, it's all right. You can talk to me went to number 15. 13th of December 1997. It's filmed in Japan. At the famous Shibuya Crossing Spliced with live uh, footage of them in concert in Japan (sniffs) Japanese people must have loved these guys Because it's just packed to the rafters And everyone's super into it But I checked They've never charted in Japan I checked. Yeah I checked all the charts But just I I couldn't find anything You been to Japan? No You need to go It's amazing Yeah do It's one of the ones on my list You need to It's amazing Amazing Um, All right should we get into the tracks? Yes, please. We've been here a while. All right, let's get into it. It kicks off with I Want You To Know.
1: I want you to know.
0: Why doesn't this make your list of great intros?
1: Because it's average. Whoa! Straight off the bat. Yes, that's the question. It's a good song, but it doesn't... It's, it's not... not it's Catwoman, It's not the Riverboat song. It's not Miss Shapes. It's not okay. Girls and Boys. Okay. It's not The Changing Man.
0: But it's a good song.
1: It's, it's a good say. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright I don't really think There's a bad song On this album If I'm honest There's no skippers for me Well I'll maybe Potentially okay.
0: I, So one thing So I, I don't think We've touched we'll probably touch on it now Chris Helms His vocals He's a great singer Yeah he is He's a really 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 good singer um, And some of his vocals In this album Are just brilliant And I really like You know the bit where he goes Do you think That we had it Oh, oh. Like he raises his—that is, I can't do it. Obviously, my singing was crap. Oh, what the there you go. The way, just that little inclination, mind. that little change. I'm like, that's brilliant. That—that's brilliant. Anyway, great breakdown. You of, it. No, <laughs> well, I tried. You heard me. I, yeah, I, and also, I don't think anyone needs to hear me sing after cast,
1: um, or me after uh Yeah Yeah.
0: Great breakdown of three minutes It builds back up It's got a great ending My comments are I forgot how good this song was Playing it? Yeah, yeah
1: I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. That's really nice. Um, it's my favourite song on the album. I don't know. It's it look. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it.
0: There's, I've actually put another excellent lots, uh, song. Great writing. The intro and the build-up are top-notch. The chorus is just excellent. My only point was the I don't know if it's a single. I don't know.
1: Well, I don't like you're a single.
0: Well Alright okay. Blind by the song, definitely playing that.
1: hundred percent. are wasting are well, the... Suicide Drive. <laughs> suicide drive. Doo-doo-doo, that's my skipper. It's not bad.
0: It's not great either. It's about sometimes the the all oh, the, the weight of the world getting to you. The lyrics are dark. Did you? Yes. Holy crap! I had no idea. So sometimes this world just drives you. Do you? Can you remember how I sing this?
1: Yeah, that's Baby. it Oh, the sun gets Well, in your eyes Run the exhaust back inside Close the window and Take a ride I've got a place to go There's nowhere to hide I'll suicide drive And then the guitar said Happy Plinky Yes, yes it is it's a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. He's hard to sing I was singing in the car and I realised how bad it was in the way he heated because I simply love to sing. Because of his it's his voice tone.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't get yeah. because it's too it's too low for me and I can't but there's no mid range. Usually okay. I can go either higher or lower, but his Okay. But I, I just
0: I just I looked at the lyrics and I went, Oh my god, I had no idea how sad and depressing the lyrics were to this song. Um, all their lyrics are hectic. Yeah, okay. I don't wanna play this. Because you, really. just, you just sang it, so yeah. we're moving on. A boy in a picture, boy in the picture. I know the
1: boy in the picture.
0: I love this song. This song I really liked. I thought, and the writing on it is. It's is amazing. Brilliant. About looking at an old photo of him 20 years ago and.
1: What could have happened? Where are... Do you want to sing it? Let me see what this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you find somebody that you need Go ahead and tell her Show her what you mean And soon you'll find That love is bright And free This bit kills me If you see Sally or Smokey yeah. Say hello from me Tell them I hope they're happy Work in the beach Just out of reach but free. Because <laughs> you just, like, you can imagine. I know. We probably all got Sally's and Smokey's.
0: Sally and Smokie, We do.
1: But I just. I love it. It's a beautiful song. It's great
0: writing. Actually, yep. Thumbs up. Play this song. <laughs>
1: Love yeah. is the law <laughs> It just makes me laugh Why? The lyrics are ridiculous Well yeah I mean yes they are I'm but... a slap around We always tried to get her pants off When she called <laughs> I mean you can't What's that? Strap on Sally Pants off The whole thing
0: The whole thing But When the guitar hits The, the way that's It just Bang That that's a great song. It's a great great song However However I didn't remember that this was Seven minutes long
1: uh-huh That's what I was talking about
0: <laughs> So I'm like I'm all in on this This is great The excellent guitar at Four and a half minutes But then it goes on I skip it on And it I mean What? That is ridiculous So you don't You skip You're a big Squire fan But you skip Oh
1: well, because sometimes it's
0: too much This is a self-indulgent piece
1: I was a little oh, Controversial I was a wee bit like that with Stone Roses, like On I Am The Resurrection Sometimes He bangs on For yeah. like this. And sometimes you're like it was nice for a minute mm. For two minutes I'm okay Now you're taking a piss
0: I'm glad you said it and not me So But I still I just think
1: it's too I love a guitar
0: solo <gasps> Best guitar solos Of
1: all time Oh my god Top 10 Oh my god I've done it I'm going to do that But I do I love them Guitar solos are normally the, My favourite part of the song Yeah yeah But you got to know when to stop
0: Oh, And that's it You've got to know when to, to Yeah, I
1: totally agree and the
0: guitar solo on this is brilliant. Yes. But, but it's then, it's three minutes later. Yeah, and you're just I like, all right, I'm done, man. Because
1: sometimes it just feels like he's keeping rhythm. That's right. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay.
0: Know. But let's play it. Yep. Happiness is egg-shaped so
1: is this song <laughs> I don't know, I don't mind it, I don't skip it or anything, it's a bit blah
0: Okay, so I've gone It's Decent Apparently it's about his his sort of spat with Ian Nothing really stands out in this song um, Lyrics, I know it's two sides to every story You can keep your kiss of death because I choose glory Happiness is egg-shaped and loves a circle with no end It's only four o'clock in the morning and you're still driving me round the bend it's okay. Yes, yeah, it's it's fine. Not a like, it's not a
1: Skipper. It's no, not Skipper, no
0: no. Okay, so not gonna play that. Nah. nah, let's move it on. Love me and leave me. Oh, I love,
1: it. love me and leave me. Leave me to love. Don't you ever tell me it came from above. Just love me and leave me. Leave me to love. Oh, I love <laughs> I love it. It just reminds me of being young.
0: Um, co-written by Liam Gallagher as well, which is probably probably why you like it so much. Um, re- everything about the song is is re- really nice. Um, great great vocals from Chris, the strings, there's some strings in there. I love I love about strings.
1: Aye, me too. A
0: little bit of a weird ending with the sort of nursery chimes. The... Yeah, what's that? I, was, what's... I what is that? What is that the... yeah.
1: ding, ding, ding.
0: Move. Move on, yeah. Um definitely playing this because yes, it's a please. great song. Round the
1: universe I don't mind it, it's a wee bit of a, it's a wee ditty (laughs) It's like, like it's a, you know what I mean, it's just like
0: (laughs) I think me and you are getting, like we've been hanging out too much And we're starting to get more Scottish as this podcast goes on Maybe We are, a wee ditty Well
1: it is, isn't it? Anyway, alright It's
0: it's okay, not a skipper, not a standout It's decent chorus It is a foot tapper Yeah I'm not going to play it That's
1: what I mean, a wee ditty
0: A wee ditty Nineteen
1: ninety nine. What the hell of a year. Um. Okay, it's okay.
0: I think it's the weakest on the album. Do you? Mm-hmm. mm
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Weaker than Suicide Drive. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not a massive fan of this. Nice guitar solo at the two minute mark, but Oh, I've got a comment here. This is gonna this is gonna kill you. Okay a bit weak Maybe the weakest Because the chorus isn't great Nice guitar solo At the two minute mark though But does it feel like We've heard this a bit too much It's getting a bit Samey samey now
1: and It does There is a part in the album So I think After we get Around um, the universe 1999 is that, that part of the album Yeah you're right Gets a little bit And loses it and Then it comes back for me But that
0: Yeah but it's also that's, that, that is Sometimes it's not necessarily The vocals or the structure So it's the guitar The, the guitar sound Is is Keeps coming Through Anyway uh, I don't want to play 1999 Nah Standing on your head Love it Yeah I'm all in on this
1: That's a great song <laughs>
0: um, The lyrics are good I like it It's dark lyrics It's got are strings brutal. It's got some Indian Sort of Sounds Which are just add to it The chorus is amazing And the vocals are just Brilliant, can
1: you, do you remember? It's one of my favourites on the song It's one of my favourites on the album It's my favorite on the song Okay um, It's hard it, No, what's the bit that I love the best that goes in? It's like, Don't dig do yourself any deeper oh, that's The it. only colour that I see is red My life will be so much sweeter And we'll stand in on top of your head
0: That bit is brilliant The chorus, top notch Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant song.
1: And then his vocals, he goes up a wee bit and it's amazing. I'll you want to do, I'll still catch you. Should that have been a single? Nah, too dark.
0: Okay. All Great right. song, alone. Great song, we're playing it.
1: Ends with hello. I think we're going to be at odds here.
0: Okay. So it's 2 minutes 22. This song. Right. My comments. Nice song. Would have moved it earlier in the album. It can stay as the last song. If they extend it out. And they make it a hurrah. But they don't. Right. It actually fits the mould of a hurrah. So slow start. Strings. Nice chorus. But then it just fades away. Now. The biggest gripe I have about this, right? I've got John Squire banging out guitar solo after guitar solo after guitar solo. And then you get to the end of the album, nothing. And I just go, Wait, what, are you, what are you doing? What's, where are you, mate? And it just ends. Now, there's nothing wrong with the song. I actually think the song's very nice. But it just it falls into that where an album just ends. It annoys me. Thoughts?
1: I knew you'd say that. (laughs) And I was thinking it in the car on the way back and I was like, oh I can't wait to get into this. I love it. And I like the fact that it's stripped back and it ends the album because I would have been a bit annoyed if we'd gone through another eight minute guitar solo.
0: I but that's what I mean, but if you bring back some of the other songs like I said
1: No, because I think they fit because I think if you think about Love is the Law, think about the bigger tracks. Um, Blinded by the Sun You think about Love Me or Leave Me mm-hmm. that, That's supposed to be like that It's bare, it's stripped back, it's raw
0: So Chris Helm wrote that as well So that's him, way. that's not not Squire So maybe that's why it's that Strip, strip right back so you,
1: okay. I'm asking you
0: So you're happy with this Good way to end an album
1: Yeah I don't need it to be
0: because you've, you've had your fill You've had enough of that
1: I like it I okay. know it's the end now Okay Yeah think actually, nice... yeah.
0: That's Yes mm. It does fit that mm. caveat You do know it's the end of the album I'll give you that one
1: I think it's a really nice wee song So you better play it
0: Oh well I have to I like end, of like end of the album End of the episode um, Alright let's get into some reviews Electro Panda 1 out of 5 Chris Helms singing truly Is a shambles Squire's irritated screech Would have been preferable st- <laughs> Still love is the law is good for a quick spin add to the rest of the band is add to that the rest of the band is so utterly eclipsed by squire's guitar work there's nothing that he is nothing to work with unlike the roses excellent rhythm section that's an interesting call oh no do I think it drowns out the rest of the band I don't know I don't feel that
1: I didn't feel good. I just
0: feel that sometimes it's a bit overbearing and mm. repetitive um. Astrodyne, 2 out of 5. I sold this album not long after I got it. I'd hoped that John Squire's great guitar skills would pour over into another project adequately to help cover the disappointment over the demise of the Roses. In spots, his playing and arranging is quite good, but the songs are pretty boring for the most part. They resemble the blandest of the latter Britpop sludge that succeeded in neither sustaining the early sense of excitement of early Roses nor the moppiest of the heads down moping shoegazers. Just some uninspired darges. Merrick, 4 out of 5. The first half of this disc is phenomenal. They are reminiscent of Revolver era Beatles and Blind Melon. Shut up! <laughs> the guitar plays very vintage rock with a modern twist and obviously well recorded. Vocals are Britpop rockish and very on point. Many of the tunes on here have been very catchy hooks, namely tracks 2 and 5. I for one love The Sound of the Seahorses And sadly did not know that this was their only release Before reading some of the other reviews on this page Page. Fans of The Beatles, Oasis and Blind Melon Would love this release
1: Get your mouth shut Why are you putting Blind Melon and The Beatles In the same sentence and you did it twice (laughs) You can't
0: grip (laughs) Uh, What did you give the album?
1: I think I would have Probably given it a mark for nostalgia um, I reckon I'd have given it a seven and a half. You gave it an eight. Eight. I was going to say seven and a
0: half. An eight. I gave it an eight too.
1: Now, thinking back, it is a bland album. Uh I don't know what the person that that blind melon carry on. Like, I think to my earlier point when I've been thinking about it, there's nothing. There's nothing cutting edge. There's nothing outstanding. There's nothing challenging. Um, it's a good challenging. album. It's a safe album. It's an easy listen. Yes. And I know it's an easy listen because I don't skip things. Because because you know what I'm like.
0: And it's not a song you I really get passionate like, about like things.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, if I don't like it, I don't like it. I can be quite brutal. Okay. Um, and there's nothing that really pushes me even close to skipping. Okay. Which makes me know it's safe. Okay. Right, because you just can let it play. And it isn't... I don't not skip it because I'm like that, oh, it's amazing. I do it because there's nothing there that's really challenging or offensive. You can be in a car, it can be playing in the background. Nothing's really going to drive you mental. Yeah, okay. Um, It gets a lot of points from us. Mm -hmm. I think, for sheer...
0: Nostalgia. Yeah.
1: And I'm okay with that because... That's part of this process, and it's our chart. I think you're right. Um, because be, be, let's be fair, there's been better albums. There has probably in the 30s. <laughs> so, but look, look, again, this is what this is all about, and I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable with its position. I'm not offended it's in the by top it. 20. Not fit. I don't. I don't really have ratings regret. No, I. would still score at a seven, a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. If, if I, I maybe I wouldn't go as hectic as an eight. Yes. Um, but I wouldn't have been far off. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to drop it too far. Um, but I can see how some people are going to go, yeah, I really get why you've done that, because I loved it too. And some people are going to go, why is that even in your top 50? What are you talking about? Yeah, okay. Certainly in your top 20. Okay. Um, but I... I laugh when I listen to it, it brings back memories And I think, you know, I speak a lot about that It has got it moves me, it reminds me of things I still want to listen to it It's not like I went through this process You know how I've said a couple of times there's been albums Where I've gone through the process and I've gone, oh God I don't want to listen to that again Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll listen to that again
0: Yeah, I, me too, me too
1: And so I, that's why I feel comfortable with it Okay But is it musically daring, is it musical genius is it a standout album of the time? No. You know what's weird. But I'm okay with
0: that. You know what's getting getting really hard is when you're comparing it to bands we're listening to today. And you know we did we did this before we sort of looked at, at what's happening in the mm-hmm. UK at the, at the music scene right now.
1: I mean, it's no Little Sims, is it? But that's what I mean. You know, there's some genre. great
0: bands coming out of the UK at the moment and artists, and it's just just it's overwhelming. Do how much you great think music there is. like? I'm not changing it I, It's an eight. I think it's I think For
1: all those reasons And yeah, I'm exactly. comfortable
0: with it Alright let's move on You ever seen them? No, nah. I saw them at Seen the Park Did you? Yeah they came on after Robbie Williams Seriously On the main stage
1: So just hold on mm-hmm. They came on after Robbie Williams then? I was there for Robbie Williams You are What This ends now We're not friends <laughs> I have n- what? what Well that was his first
0: ever I think that was his I think I was there For the Seahorses But you know what Tina Parsley like? I want to I'm I'm. A, I got to get up front Anyway It was really Like sun was setting People were singing to the songs And they were massive Like ma- Everyone was there to see them
1: I'm but, not sure I've got over that Robbie Lewis
0: Alright okay So let's get into Obviously the band Done and Dusted um, The only person active on Twitter Is Chris Helm At Chris Helm Are they on Spotify Yes they are <gasps> Ready for number 17 Oh no Oh no This is a big one This is This is The big one I, I The reckon, big one Not the big one But I reckon people are going to see And hear this And go You're having a laugh Why is that not in your top 10
1: Oh Really I
0: think so People are very passionate about this band
1: Oh no I'll give you Oh, Can I give you a hint Yeah
0: Debut album Okay. Yeah. Debut album. Yeah. Uh, massive. One hit was absolutely massive, which just pushed pushed them right into stardom. However, we like the second album better. Oh, that's
1: gonna, um, that's gonna
0: kill it. That's gonna kill it. I'll give you a hint. The songs in our intro.
1: Blue Tones It's the Blue Tones And the album is Expecting to Fly Expecting to Fly It's a great album It's a great album
0: How do you feel about it though? Like I mean It's number 17
1: <laughs> I'm surprised it's that low
0: Because
1: mm. what is coming after that? Mm. Looking forward to talking about that album Um Putting Out Fires Is one of my favourite and that's
0: why these, bo- these, the band are so fun. They're, they're just, they're just lovely. Like they just real, Everyone has a soft spot for the Blue Tones. They really do. I and love the Blue Tones. Yeah, everyone. we do
1: like the second and there Controversial.
0: And that's what I can't wait to get into. All
1: right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Blue Tones look forward to that. that
0: was a long episode. All right, we are at Britpop banter on Facebook and Twitter. Um, just get in touch with us. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for the Blue Tones, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I'm pumped. All right, cool. Thank you, everyone. See you later. Bye.